Yo, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of BD's Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Chris BD Bronson. And right now, this is episode four. That's right, episode four. I've been going strong for a full month now, and I don't plan on stopping no time soon. But, you know, let's get into it. As you know, on the podcast, we talk about things in my life, what's going on in pop culture, sports. You know, I'm a big Lakers fan, Raiders fan, even though I don't know what's going to happen. If the Raiders win six games this year, that'll be a plus for me. But back to it. Now, listen, I know Halloween is right around the corner, and I have a very scary story to tell. It's a dream I had. Uh last weekend and man i have never had a nightmare slash dream and woke up so shook i was shook now most of y'all when i say scary story y'all probably thinking of like ghosts and goblins nah i'm married man and this was some real life stuff that hit your boy and i woke up shocked to the point where i'm walking outside check to see if my car's still there I'm like, you know, I'm checking social media to see what's going on. Anybody talking? Like, it, I was literally scared. It took me about 25 minutes to realize that, Chris, you are awake now. It's no longer a dream. It's not a nightmare. Like, it's okay. You can breathe. Man, let me just tell y'all what happened. So sit back. Grab some snacks. I hope you guys are relaxed. If you're at work, please put your headphones in and try not to laugh and scream and giggle out loud because it, it gets it, it, it could get crazy. It could get crazy. OK, so here's how it started. Now, it starts off with me waking. The, I'm not waking up, but like the dream starts off with me in the lobby of a hotel. What hotel? I can't tell you, but it's a very spacious lobby. And there's a lot going on, a lot of commotion, people checking in and out. But it just, I just start off here. No one else around me, no friends, no familiar faces, nothing. And all of a sudden, I get a call. It's my mom. And she's like, hey, Chris, I'm dropping off your suit for the wedding. And I'm like, Immediately, I'm thinking, what wedding? I'm already married, been and have been for 12 years now. What wedding? Who am I? Whose wedding is it? And she's like, Chris, don't act stupid. It's your dead wedding, nigga. Like th- these are my mom's exact words. Chris, it's your wedding, nigga. And hung up the phone, and I'm like, immediately, I'm like, okay. So, what happened? Am I getting married again? Who am I getting married to? Where's my wife? What is happening? So, mom, she meets me in the lobby, and she literally just hands me a suit. You know how it's in the bag with the little cover and the hanger? She hands me a suit. It's like, I'll see you at the wedding. It dips out. I'm like, first of all, mom, where the hell are you going so damn fast with your uh, your heart problems? And and you moving quick as hell. Like, ain't nothing wrong with you. She's like borderline sprinting away. And I'm like... What is happening? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Am I getting punked? Now, mind you, nothing in this dream makes sense logically. But I'm like, okay, what the hell? So I'm still freaking out. Now, mind you, I'm so freaked out 
that I can't function my phone. You know how you try to move too fast to unlock your phone and like call somebody? I'm trying to dial my wife's number and my hands are shaking so bad that I keep dialing the wrong number. So finally I'm like, Chris, just go to your um to your contacts and just press her face. So I try to go do that, but I'm pressing every other face but hers. I'm like, how am I missing the face? So finally I just give up on that and I see one of my homeboys. Homeboy Dimitri, best friend, has been since the eighth grade. And I see him. And what does he proceed to tell me? I'm like, yo, Dimitri, what's good, bro? Hey, man, what's going on? And he hits me with this one line right here. And this is how all black men know that some stuff just happened. He hit me with the nigga. I'm like, now I'm shook. I'm like, whoa, 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 hey. I don't like this kind of energy you give it off. What's going on? Again, he's like, nigga. It was crazy last night. I'm like, oh, snaps. What happened? He's like, dude, Biggie, you don't remember? You you don't remember what happened last night? Dude, you were so drunk. I'm like, okay, cool. Who's getting married? Who am I getting married to? He could not, he didn't answer this question. Next thing I know, Demetrius just gone from my vision, from my line of sight. I'm like, where is this little nigga at? I'm like, what what is happening? Like, what, 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 are you just, do you have magical powers? Did you teleport? What is going on? Where is Dimitri? And now, let's see, you know, security comes and finds me. Now, as a black man at a hotel, you don't know how you got there. I'm like, okay, well, this is where it hits the fan. I'm about to get arrested. And they're like, Mr. Bronson, come here. We got to take you to go change. I'm like, what is happening? Where's my wife? Where are my friends at? Why is nobody here to tell me anything? Because I have no idea what is happening. So he takes me upstairs. He's like, hey, you know where your room is? It's right down the hall. Now, for some strange reason, I knew exactly what room he was talking about. So I go down the hall. Of course, there's nobody in the hallway. I get to the end of the hall, go to the, uh, the door on my left-hand side. And as I'm, then as I'm about to walk to the door, I realize, crap, Chris, you don't even have a room key. And I begin to like break down. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a room key. How am I going to get in here? And I'm starting to panic as if I'm not already panicked. And then as that happens, the door opens and the maid walks out. And she's like, oh, Mr. Bronson, I just prepared your room for you. You know, you're good to go in. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And as I'm about to step in, somebody comes running in and I, oh, thank you. Um, thank you for getting my door. But, um, who are you? I'm like, what? Oh, I'm Chris. Like, this is your room? They're like, yeah, this is my room. Like, you know, tell me the number or whatever. And I didn't even know what hotel, what, what, I don't even know what hotel I'm in. I don't even know the room number. And they're like, yeah, I literally just checked in. This is my room. You must have no one next door. Did I look? There is no next door. Cause this is the last room in the hallway. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Again, so they go in the room, close the door, and I'm like, okay, so what can I do? I'm starting to pull up my phone. Again, I'm trying to contact somebody to find out what in the hell is going on. Again, hands are shaking so bad because I'm so nervous. Because anytime, here's the thing, like I said, I've been married for 12 years. 
I can't find my wife. I can't find none of my friends. My mom just randomly drops off a suit to me and dips out. I don't know what's happening. So I'm shook. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I don't know what is happening. So again, I'm trying to dial a number, trying to dial somebody's phone number. Can't dial the right number. You know, I'm putting too many numbers or I'm not typing enough. That you know, I don't have any phone service. I'm trying to get on the internet, trying to do something, trying to figure out, let me just get on my social media. Somebody would say something. If I'm getting married, somebody would have posted something leading up to it or some pictures from last night so I can get some kind of gauge of what the hell just happened. Again, can't work my phone because I'm too damn nervous. I'm too shook. Now, so I'm walking back down the hallway and in this hallway, very strangely, they have a it's like a restroom area. They have bathrooms, but on the outside of the bathroom, they have these big sinks, kind of like your bathroom sinks with the vanity mirror and all that, where you can like, you know, just wash your face, brush your teeth, not do nothing too too big. And they also have these big, in the middle of, it's two, it's two sinks with the mirror. And then in the middle is these big cabinets with pull out uh, closets where you can like just hang your coats and you know your, your suits and stuff like that and so as i'm there i see another security guard not this one who took me to the to the floor but it's another one he's like oh hey you're looking to change for the wedding right hey you could change right here there's restrooms things like that you can change and i'm like okay what is happening i don't know so me being dumb in this dream i don't ask no damn questions so i'm like okay let me just get dressed for the wedding I don't want to be late for the wedding. Let me get dressed. Again, I don't know why I'm going to a wedding or who I'm getting married to. So I get dressed. Open up the suit. First things first, the suit's freaking fire. Okay? It's like some maroon three-piece pinstripe suit that looks fire. Okay? With the matching Stacy Adams. I'm like, okay. Okay. Mama got a little swag in her bag. I feel it. I'm loving the suit. So I put the suit on. I forget that, hey, Chris, you're going to a wedding you know nothing about. I'm like, I look good, okay? All of a sudden, I got a fresh fade, okay? I don't know if my barber cut my hair or not before. Shout out to Matthew Sam, the master barber. But I got a fresh fade. Waves is dipping. I got on a Stacey Adam. Got the three-piece suit on. I'm like, what? Next, you know, I got a gold watch on. I'm like, your boy swagged out. Now I'm walking with confidence. I'm like, if I'm going to this wedding, I'm about to, I'm about to kill the game. Ain't nobody looking better than me. So I'm walking down the hallway with a different type of walk now. Now I got the little, I got the Obama walk now. Okay, you know how Obama walk got that little limp going on. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? That's how I am now. Still, don't know. I know I'm going to a wedding. Don't know if I'm who I'm getting married to. What's about to happen? So I'm walking down the hallway. And as I get to the end of the hallway, there's like these big windows and I can see outside. Now I'm on the, like one of the top floors of the hotel. But I see this big old display going on outside with lights and balloons, whole bunch of people. I'm like, oh, there's the wedding right there. Let me get down here to find out exactly what's going on. Now, it starts off, it's a spiral staircase. So I start walking down the spiral staircase. The next thing you know, it turns into an action flick because now I'm at the end of a cliff and I gotta climb down a mountain to get to, to get to this wedding. Mind you, I'm in a three-piece suit with Stacey Adams. Now I have to rock climb down a mountain to get 
to this damn wedding. Again, I try to pull up my phone. Now, I have an iPhone, okay? But now I don't have an iPhone. It's like some rectangle. It's not. It's like an oval-shaped type phone. It looks weird. And, like, I'm again, I'm trying to call somebody and I can't. So now I just have the phone in my hand and I'm, like, rock climbing down. I don't know how I'm climbing down. I guess I'm borderline alien or mutant. But I make it down the side of this mountain, okay? Unscathed, of course. Shoes ain't scuffed up. Clothes ain't wrinkled. Nothing. I walk. I get down. I'm walking through the grass, okay? Now I see my homeboys, okay? I see my homeboy, Dimitri, and my homeboy, Harry. They both in matching suits, looking fly. Now, mind you, first thing I think of, my dudes, y'all looking good. Who dressed y'all? Mama dropped off the suits or what? What's going on? So we, we dap each other up. And as I get closer to them, as I get closer to the, to the festivities, I hear David and Tamala Mann singing. They're singing for my wedding. And I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Cool. I love Tamala Mann. Take me to the king. Go ahead, Tamala. You better sing. David Mann, Mr. Brown. I love him. Okay, now my homeboy's like, dude, they're like, bro, where have you been? Like, you're late, man. I'm like, late for what? Dude, you late for your wedding? I'm like, bro, I'm married. I'm like, yes, nigga, we know you're married. You are renewing your vows, okay? I'm like, oh. Like, dude, you remember nothing from last night? You was that damn drunk? You don't remember? And I'm like, dude, I know nothing. I'm like, see, that's your problem, man. We get drinking, you go too hard too soon, and you pass out. Happens all the bit, happened since high school. I'm like, whoa, 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 first of all, Mind your damn business, okay? I get hella defensive. My dude, don't come at me if I'm getting married. Cool, where my wife? They're like, bro, these were y'all arranged, but y'all didn't want to see each other until the ceremony when y'all renew y'all vows. I'm like, oh, like, dude, she's here waiting on you. So because you were late, they went ahead and did the concert that was supposed to be after. They did it before. So now they're 30 minutes into the concert. They got a whole, they're doing an hour. I'm like, cool. But... So I'm like, all right, bet. So logically, you would think, okay, let me just stay here. Let me just enjoy the concert. Then we're going to go proceed with the ceremony in 30 minutes. No, not me and my nigga friends. So I'm like, oh, what? Wait for you to just stand around for 30 minutes. Bruh, I want to go play some ball. Let's go to the park. And my stupid self, I'm yeah, let's go to the park. We got enough time to do a little game real quick. Mind you, we're all in three-piece suits and Stacey Adams. What the hell are we doing trying to go play some damn ball? And I'm damn near 300 pounds. I ain't playing no basketball. I could talk about it. I could play it on 2K. I ain't playing in real life. I got asthma and glasses. It's not a good look. So fast forward, the dream just jump cuts. And now I'm in my car and I'm looking for Harry. Harry has left the park. And he's just walking down the road. Because he's like, man, whatever. He lost the game, whatever. So he bad. So he just went off. He just took off a walk. Now, I'm looking for him. I got Dimitri with me riding shotgun. And Dimitri's talking about, man, I need to get a haircut for this, for this wedding. Mind you, I just left the ceremony. We had 30 minutes until the ceremony was to start. Why does my nigga Dimitri talk about he needs to get a haircut right now? And we're driving down the street looking for, looking for a barbershop so he can get a fresh fade. Then we see my nigga Harry walking down the street, basketball shorts. At this point in time, ain't no, none of us are dressed for the wedding now. I don't know what the hell happened. So I'm 
doing like 60 down the road. See Harry, do a U-turn, middle of traffic, come back and get him. It's like some Fast and the Furious stuff. I'm like, skr, skr. I'm up here drifting, doing all the good stuff, doing donuts. And I pull, I do all these turns to pull up wired on the curb with the car. And I'm like, nigga, get in. This is what I said. If I'm using the N-word a lot, this is my dream. And I got to give it to y'all so you know the context. I can know what's going on, okay? So I pull up. Harry hops in. And he's like, cool. Man, I'm hella thirsty. I'm dehydrated. I need to go get some Gatorade. I'm like, that's right, dude. We just played basketball. We got to be hydrated for the wedding. Let's go to the store and get some Gatorade. Again, I just left the ceremony. Where we were 30 minutes away from starting this renewal of vows with me and my wife. Why did I go play a game of basketball? And why are we now looking for a barbershop to get my homeboy to meet your haircut and get some damn Gatorade from the store? Why? Like I said, the dream don't make no damn sense. So now, so we're down the street from the store. I peel in there, go into the, could find a parking spot. Now I have to park at the end of like the strip mall to go into the little grocery store. So we park all the way at the end. Homies, they get out there running the store. They want to get some Gatorade real quick. Lock the car. I'm running through. I'm on athletic shorts or whatever. And so we get into the store. As we're walking up, the store is getting robbed. And I'm just like, yo, that's crazy, man. I got to get to my way. And I don't got time for this. And so then I make the decision. It was me and Dimitri. We're like, all right, man, forget it. Let's just get back. Let's just get back. Screw the Gatorade. Screw the haircut. Let's just get back. First good decision we've made this entire dream sequence. So but then as we're getting ready to turn back, I look up. Harry walking through the store. He's like, well, nigga, I got to give me some Gatorade, man. I got to get some snacks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, just like a big nigga. You, get, you try to get some snacks, get some Cheetos, get some Gatorade. Nigga, get your butt out that damn store. I'm like shouting to him through the front of the store like, Harry, bring your ass. These are my exact words. I'm like, come on, nigga. So he comes out. So now we're walking back through the parking lot. At this point in time, I don't know what time it is. And I'm like, okay, my wife, my dude, I got to get back. My wife is going to kill me if I'm late again. I was already late, so I had to switch the whole order of ceremony around so I can get back. So now I'm going to the car. Dang, I'm like, dang, well, how far did I park? I can't find my car. You know how you, you start to panic when you think your car should be in one spot and it's not? But then you're like, no, I'm going I'm to find it. Like, I know nobody stole my car. I'm going to find it. You get a little panic, but then you're like, man, it's just a little further down. It's a little further than I thought. Like, when you go to Walmart and you walk out forgetting you parked on the other side, you're like, damn, where's my car at? And you're like, oh, that's right. Parked a little further down over here. That's what I thought was happening. So I'm walking a little further, a little further, going all the way down to the end of the strip mall, all the way down. I'm like, dang, I don't see my car. Then homie Demetrius like, dude, why don't you just beep it? Use a little, use a clicker. I'm like, oh, that's right. So I beep it. I see the lights flashing, but I don't hear a beep. I'm like, dang. So my battery going dead. Where's my car? Now it's panic is starting to set in. Because as you know, I'm married to a black woman. Now I've already been late once. And we're renewing our vows. I've already been late once. Now we're out. We're not dressed. I have to get back, change, and get to the ceremony. I'm starting to get nervous. I'm like, where the hell is my car? So I'm walking out the inner strip mall. I just keep hearing, seeing the lights flash, but I don't hear no beep. Come around the corner, I hear no beep, but I see the lights flash, and it's to a red Thunderbird. 
I don't have a red Thunderbird. I have a black Nissan Sentra. So I'm like, okay, this ain't my car. Why is my lights going off to this one? So I'm walking back to my friends down back to the grocery store. I'm like, dude, where's my car? They're like, dude, you're the last one out. Like, you locked it, right? I'm like, yeah, I locked the car. I can't find it. Now I'm panicking, not because I'm going to relate to my wedding, but because where's my damn car that I'm still paying on? And this car is supposed to get me back to the wedding, but now I can't get to the wedding because I don't got a damn car. What is happening? So now, you're like, dude, you saw the lights flash, right? It's around the corner, bro. You just parked around the corner. Just go get the car. I'm like, no, I didn't park around the corner. I parked in the damn parking lot, but the car ain't here. The spot it was at is now empty, and my car ain't here. Where the hell is my car? Y'all need to stop punking me because y'all about to both catch these hands. And this is when my friends looked at me like, Chris, you can't fight. If you swing at me, I swear to God, it'll be the last time you swing at somebody. This is what Harry told me. Now, Harry, he's about six foot two, six foot three. Big dude. Play varsity football. Still a big guy. I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I don't want that happening right now because I want to get beat down by you. And then my wife see me and beat me down again when I'm in the hospital. So, I'm like, okay, like, dude, there's a guy right here, man. Maybe he just saw, maybe he saw you come out, ask what happened. Now, I go... Talk to this guy. Now, mind you, he's like, you know, got those um those race car beds. He has like a red race car bed, but he has a big cardboard box over it. I'm like, just go talk to the dude. I'm like, I'm not asking his bum where my damn car is. He don't know nothing. As you can see, he's sleep. He got the cardboard box closed. I mean, since he's, he's closed for the night. They're like, dude, just go knock. So I knock on the box. To my surprise, it's this young teenage dude, probably 18, 19 years old. You know, he's a, you know, wife beater, athletic shorts with a black amount in his mouth. He's like, hey, what up, cuz? I'm like, hey, man, um, notice that you see my car. Like, when I push my little clicker, the lights on this car back here go off, but it's not my car. Like, do you know, is it like, what's up? He's like, nah, man, I've been right here. I've just been chilling, man. I ain't, I ain't seen nothing. And this homeboy emerges from the back of the cardboard box. I'm like, first of all, how the hell you fit in the back of this box? Because you a big dude. What is happening? Come around the corner and say, hey, man, hey, where'd you park? I'm like, uh, I just parked at the end of the strip ball. He's like, you parked at the end end? Like where the lights ain't really that bright? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, bruh, shouldn't have parked there. I'm like, I'm starting to realize that. Have you seen my car? It's a black Nissan. He's like, nah, bro, but they been jacking a lot of cars over there this past week, man. So it's too easy. They got no lights. They ain't got no cameras right there, so... Niggas been taking cars. I'm looking at them like, so y'all been taking cars? Like, oh no, I didn't say I'd be taking. I said dudes be taking cars, man. They, it's a rough neighborhood, man. You shouldn't even be out here. I'm like, I just went to go get some. I need to get some Gatorade or something. Like, look, man. Now I'm starting. Now I'm starting to cry. Okay. Now I'm starting to cry. I'm like, look, man. Look. Okay. I'm supposed to be getting married, and, and listen, man. I gotta renew my vows, right? And then, like, I, I came out here because my nigga, my nigga Demetri needed a haircut. So I was trying to take him to get a haircut. Then my homie Harry, he was thirsty because he played basketball. He need to get some Gatorade so he get his electrolytes. We gotta get back to the uh to to to, to the hotel. But like, I can't get back to the hotel because my car it, it ain't here. And like I wonder if y'all could just if y'all could just help me out if y'all see my car. <laughs> and my homie Demetrius like Chris like dude you about to cry for any of these grown men like don't act like no punk. I'm like no nah, Demetrius shut up man shut up okay. 
Look, man, mind your damn business because it's your fault. I followed you out here. We could have just stayed at the dang hotel and just watched a little concert and then went God, I could have renewed my vows. Everything would be cool. But no, I got to follow you out. And now we all out here. I don't know where we at, man. We in the back. No, I'm freaking out. I'm going off. I'm losing my damn mind. And I'm like, look, bro, I don't know what to tell you, man. Your car gone. Niggas got it. They probably already chopped it up for parts. I'm like, it's been three minutes. How you take a car, you chop it up for parts in three minutes? I don't I don't even understand. Now, so we walking back down through the strip ball. I'm sobbing, like uncontrollably. And then my wife calls me. And no, I'm sorry. She doesn't call me. I finally get, I've gone through my phone. I'm trying to, you know, unlock it and call her again. And my hands just shaking. I'm crying. It's not coming out. I can't see my glasses all fogged up. I finally was able to, uh, to call her, put the phone to my ear rings. And then it goes straight to, uh, it goes straight to voicemail or so I think it's voicemail. So this is what happens. Is my wife talking about? She start talking like she's all like sarcastic. It's like, so this is what we do. I can't believe you. How you late twice to your own dead wedding? You know what? You're nothing. You're dead to me. I can't believe this. I'm filing for a divorce. For a divorce, first thing in the morning. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to see your face. And like I'm like I'm like crying because this is the worst fear in my life. It's my wife to tell me she doesn't want to be with me anymore. This is my biggest fear. And so I'm crying uncontrollably. And then she says these words. Again, I think this is a voicemail. And she says, so what do you have to say for yourself? And then it clicked on my, oh, it's not a voicemail. This is her. And so I'm like, oh, my God, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm doing the uh, ugly ghetto cry. It's bad. And she's like, what? It's like, Chris, shut up. Shut up. What the hell are you crying for? I should be crying. And I'm stuck here at the altar because you late twice. Where are you at? I'm like, look, man, the car, the car is gone. Okay. I wanted to go get the haircut for Dimitri. We're going to play some ball. Yada, yada. And she's like, I don't want to hear about Dimitri and Harry. Where are you at? And I'm like, the car is gone, babe. It's gone. And she's like, you're nothing. Then I wake up. And I'm like, I'm just sitting up in the couch like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, what just happened? Is this real? So I really go outside and I look for see my car. I see my car, but I gotta click it. I'm like doot doot. And I locks. I get in my car and I start it to make sure it's real. Like starts up. Okay. My car's here. Alright. First I gotta do get on Snapchat. See my wife snap. You know, she nothing about her wedding. She's just her random, just her regular snaps, couple selfies. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go on Instagram. Go on Instagram. Nothing out of the ordinary. Friends doing the regular post. Okay, cool. Let me go to Facebook. Go to Facebook. Nothing. I'm like, okay, so this was a dream. This this was a dream. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. But when I tell you I was so damn shook. Now, y'all probably don't give a damn about this story. Because like I said, it makes no sense. Chris, why didn't you just get a hold of one of your friends? and be like, hey, man, what's going on? What happened last night? I have a lot of questions. One, what the hell happened the night before? And why was I so drunk that I couldn't remember nothing? And how did I get to the hotel lobby that I don't even have a room for? 
How much would this wedding cost? How much does it cost to get David and Tamela Man? And who's paying for this? Because on my salary, I can't afford no David and Tamela Man. So who's paying for this? Did I hit the lottery? What's going on? Why did I let my friend Demetri talk about just go play basketball? And when did Demetri like st start liking playing basketball? And why is it such a bad neighborhood right next to a grocery store in a little strip mall? And why was this grown man sleeping in a kid's bed with a cardboard box over it? I have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And where were the police at when this place was getting robbed? And what were they getting robbed for? And why was Harry in here knowing we got to get to a wedding trying to get some Cheetos and some Gatorade? I don't know. I have a lot of unanswered questions. A lot of unanswered questions. But that's what happened in my life. It was scary as hell. Now, to me as a married man for 12 years, I have three beautiful kids. Sometimes they're beautiful until they piss me off. I'm about to have a, a teenage son next month. So you know how that can be. He be trying to test me because he's six foot three and I'm only like five, seven, five, eight. My bro, that ain't what you want. Don't, don't step to your dad because I can give you this two piece. Anyway, so that's one of my biggest fears. My wife said, Chris, I don't, you're nothing to me. You're dead to me. I'm getting a divorce. That's the biggest thing to me. I don't, I don't, that's scary as hell. That's scary as hell. So this dream shook me to my core. And I've been literally, but when I told my wife this dream, she just looking at me laughing like, you're stupid. Like, you had to rock climb, you had to rock climb on the side of a hotel. Chris, your dream doesn't even make sense. And what? You really think you were gonna, you thought it was smart to leave to go play basketball? Really? My wife was just laughing the entire time when I told her this whole dream. She was laughing in my face, like hysterically, like, you have to be the dumbest person in the world to get your car stolen and go play basketball, be late to your wedding twice, all in the same damn day. I'm like, you know what, babe? I thought I expected more from you. I thought you were going to comfort me in this time of crisis. And you really weren't. You were just talking about me and it wasn't cool. I didn't like that. So anyway, man, that's all I got for y'all today, man. I just had to tell y'all that story because it was scary as hell to me. Maybe it might not be scary to everybody else. But maybe to like, you know, the people been married for a while. It might be a little scary to y'all. Okay. Because I don't want to lose my damn car. I'm still paying a car note. Okay. I don't got the best damn insurance, okay? I only got liability, all right? Only reason I got the liability because I live in California. You got to have some type of insurance in order to have your registration valid, okay? I've got those non-registration tickets, and it's too much, okay? You know what? Let me tell you another thing, okay? I'm going to tell you about me not having my damn license for over 10 years, okay? Let me tell you how dumb I was as a 19-year-old kid because uh, I didn't get my license until I was 19. I don't know why it took me so damn long. So anyway, I have my license, got a ticket, and me being 19, I'm like, man, I ain't paying that damn ticket. And so I don't pay it. I don't go to court. They send me a letter. Like, hey, if you don't pay this ticket, we will suspend your license. I'm like, dang, go suspend my damn license. Ain't nobody got time to worry about little old me. All these drivers in California, they gonna worry about little old me. Only have my license for like six months. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. Yeah. They, when the government say they gonna do something. Yeah, that's exactly what the hell they gonna do. So this suspend my license. Took that bad boy away. Now, mind you, I'm driving again, get caught, speeding. I'm like, hey, license registration. I don't got registration. Here my license. Uh, sir, you are aware that your license is suspended. Me, I lied straight through my teeth. Officer, really? I had no idea. Are you sure? 
Uh, yeah, license is, been, is suspended. So uh, this is what we're going to do here. Um, he's like, well, since I got to tow your car because your driver was suspended license, you don't have registration. I'm going to tow your car, but I'm not going to give you a ticket for it. Uh, so, yeah, you got to get your car at impound. $300 get my car out. Now I'm driving again. Now I don't have registration because I don't have current tags. Get stopped again for no registration, expired tags, no license. That ticket's $1,300. I'm like, whoo. You would think I would stop driving. Nope. Didn't learn my lesson. Drive it again. Okay, this, this is over. I'm license got spent at 19. I'm now 21. Been married about two years. And again, boom. Ticket. No registration, expired tags, uh, speeding. Got another ticket. It's like $1,200. I'm like, goodness. I'm like two, three grand in on tickets. Now I go to the courthouse, I get on a little payment plan. I'm giving them like $30, $40 a month, try to pay down these tickets, but I'm still driving, still getting caught for the same damn thing. I don't learn my lesson. So I remember it was around income tax time. Me and my wife got our money back. We just went and got us a van because we didn't have a car because it got impounded. At this point, they're taking my car for automatic 30 days. I'm like, I don't, my car was only $800. I ain't fit to pay y'all three grand and get on no damn impound lot. Forget y'all, y'all can keep the car. I'll get another one. So we just got us a van, okay? We had it maybe a month. The registration's not complete because I had to get it to pass smog and went past smog. I had to get some work done, but I still had to get to work for my job. So I'm like, okay, let me just go to work and, you know, we'll start taking care of this stuff. I'm starting to be a little more mature, but okay, I had plans on taking care of the thing, getting everything in order, had the insurance registration, getting all that stuff in order but I still had to get to work. So I was driving to work. My wife usually took me to work, but this is the one, cause I had to be at work so early. This is the one time where I snow, I gotta get to work. Cause I was running late. So I'm doing like 80 on the freeway off the, off the off ramp, off the on ramp, I'm sorry. And highway patrol, get behind me. I'm halfway to work, get behind me, pull me over. Say, hey, we're speeding them. I'm in my full uniform. And I'm, man, I'm sorry to get to work, man. I got beat up by eight. This point in time is 7.55. Officer, okay, sit right here. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to get a ticket. You're going to let me go. About five minutes go by. I look at my rear view. I see the tow truck. I'm like, come on, bruh. You're going to do me like that? I'm like, man, I just got the car. Like, so yeah, I can see you just got it. The registration's incomplete. Says you got it about, uh, about three weeks ago. I'm like, yeah. So you got any personal belongings you want to take out of here? I'm like, well, my car seats. <laughs> I'm to my two kids' car seats at the time. So, all right, yo, you got anybody who can um, pick you up? I'm like, dude, this ain't no more. Like, no, I don't have anybody. So, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get you off the side of the road. So, he took me to the next exit and dropped me off in front of a Denny's. Now, it's now 8 in the morning. I'm late for work. I got to call my job, calling everybody. I'm like, yo, so I still got to get to work. I just got to get to work. Got to get to work. I get to work about 9 o'clock. I'm an hour late. And I'm like, Chris, what happened? I'm like, man, car got impounded, got another ticket. Uh, so my mother-in-law comes and picks me up. She takes me to work, you know, take the car seats back. And I get off work. Now I got to take the bus two hours back to get home. Now imagine how hard this conversation was. I'm like, yeah, I lost the car. Wife, of course, is disappointed. But she's like, what are we going to do? We're out $2,500 for a car. We just paid, whatever. Moving on. Again. Couple more years down the line, I get another car, doing everything's good. 
same thing. License. It was ongoing not having our current tags and stuff. But this time we had the current tags. Had insurance. But I was driving a car. And where was... Oh, I was dropping somebody off. About to go home. It was about 9.30 at night. Get pulled over. And I'm like, yo, I'm in town. I'm like less than two miles from my house. And they're like, yep. You don't have a license. Driving on suspended license. We got to take your car. I'm like, come on, man. Let me just... Then we just call somebody to come get the car. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Call somebody. So I'm calling everybody. No, I just, I'm like five minutes away from my wife. I'm like, yo, she can get down here. Like, we just got to walk, wait 30, 40 minutes. Someone's going to get down here. She's not answering the phone. She doesn't have service where she's at. So, again, get the car seats out the back, get a couple bags for the stuff out the trunk, and I'm walking. They go get her. Walking back to her. It's about a 30 minute walk. I get there. It's like, why you got all this stuff? I'm like, I've been trying to call you so you can come back to get the car because I got stopped. I don't have a license. They took the car. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I was calling you. So, oh my God, I don't even have a reception right here. I'm like, another one bites the dust. At this point in time, we've lost three cars. Okay, what was it? Three cars. Okay, so let's see here. We had a. What do we have? We had a Caprice. That car just finally died. It had a grip of miles on it. I just died. The whole family ran through that car. Then we had a Buick. My friend gave me. Uh, shoot, what happened with that one? Oh, fuel line busted. Didn't it wasn't worth getting it fixed again. That car got impounded, but I only had it for only got impounded for a day. And then we had a Vet that got. Took it away for 30 days. Lost that one. Had a green station wagon. That one got took it away. Lost that one. And now I'm like, okay, well, I'll have another car. So we didn't have a car for like two years. Now, I got my license suspended when I was 19. When my license got suspended, what I tell you, man, I'm working at Chipotle full-time. Just became a manager. Money's doing, I'm doing better in my life. Next thing you know, I get hit with the, uh, <laughs> the court. They garnish my check for these damn traffic tickets. When I tell you, they take 25% of your net, not your gross, your net. So after they take out your taxes, they hit you again for 25%. They took $300, bro. $300. I'm like, yo, I'm calling the court. Like, what's going on? Woo, woo, Hey, what's up with all this? Like, y'all can't garnish my check. They're like, yo, we've been trying to get these tickets from you for eight years. So, hey, you... It's in already in the system, so you gotta wait it out till you finish paying the ticket. I'm like, how much is the ticket? A ticket's about eight hundred dollars to be paid off after this next payment. All right, cool. Took the payment again, three hundred dollars. Like, oh man, all right, that's it though. They said it'll be done after the second one. Boom. Then they hit me again, another three hundred. I'm like, yo, what is going on? They're like, oh well, you had other tickets, so we just kept it going. I'm like, no, no, no. Y'all said for this one ticket. They're like, oh well, it's gonna be off with this next one. Okay, cool. After the next payment, cut this stuff off. Like, I'm done. So I ended up paying for two tickets, get my check garnished. So for literally for two months, I gave up like $900. It hurt my soul. I was like, because I just got a promotion, just about to start getting more money. Took it all. I'm like, y'all suck. I hate the government. I hate the county. hate the courthouse. I hate everybody. Then, you know, I started, I think I went and did community service, pay off another ticket, I had to do 100 hours of that. 
then uh, they got paid off another ticket just through paying paying it off monthly. And then finally, I get I get great God bestows His grace upon me, and I get this thing called the amnesty, where they wipe off like eighty to ninety percent of all your tickets. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, so when I get all that stuff cleared off, they start chopping up all these tickets, chopping them all up, and then I only had to pay $124. That was it. And all my tickets were free and clear. When I tell you I paid that so dang fast, cool. Then I just went and got my license back this past year. Oh, oh, I was driving different. I'm like, oh, I was driving with confidence. I'm like, I'm driving by a cop. I'm like, stop me. I got insurance. Registration and license. What's good? Pull me over. I'm, I didn't really want to pull me over because, you know, a lot of people was getting shot. I'm like, I don't want to die. It's cool. But I was driving confident. I was acting brand new. But then, you know, as I'm in the DMV, I realized, dang, man, they hit me for, it's like $60 to get a dang new license. They had to retake the test. Then I had to pay for my registration, which was like another $350. I'm like, yo, y'all just got me for 400 Four racks, son. In an hour, four racks before they get my license and have my car registered. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But you know, that's the cost you pay for living in California. And so I say all that to say this. If y'all have a traffic ticket, just pay your damn traffic ticket, okay? You don't want to go through what I went through. I never give y'all the full scope because there's a lot of missing details. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. So with that being said, I want everybody, I want you guys to go ahead and just like, subscribe, uh, listen to it on Spotify and the Anchor app. Download the Anchor app so I can keep up with all the updates. It's dropping every Friday. Tune in. Follow me on Facebook at BD underscore universe. Also at Instagram on the same thing, BD underscore universe. I got some skits going to be dropping in the next few weeks. Follow your boy. I appreciate it. I love y'all. See you next time.